to Mums on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a champion for women in tech and founder of Supermums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. My podcast aims to inspire and support mums to develop a flexible, well-paid, successful career in the tech sector. On the show, we share top tips, insight and inspirational stories from women who've carved out a flexible career in the sector, as well as talk to employers who champion diversity and gender equality. In today's show, I'm going to help you think about what job would suit you. Throughout this series, we're going to be looking at all the different types of job roles and different skills that might be applicable to your next role if you choose to take it in the tech sector. But what's really important before we set off on that journey is to really kind of look back at ourselves and to think about what is it that's important to me? What have I really enjoyed, relished? What have I not enjoyed? previous sort of work environments or even maybe in in different community settings where you've participated before particularly if you've been out of work for a while so let's think about what you really want what you really enjoy and I'm going to go through an exercise called a personality mapping exercise to help you just really think about actually what is it that would potentially suit me and it's about looking at yourself from different perspectives It's an NLP exercise, and it's something that we have taught our trainees on our coaching program at Supermums. And it's a great exercise to do to really get clear on a picture about yourself, where you are right now, and it will help you appraise yourself against job roles that you're considering to really think about, actually, is this who I am? Because unfortunately... I have seen and I've interviewed people where they say, oh, I'd love to do this. I'd love to do project management. And then they step into that role and they realize actually project management is not for them. And that's a huge sort of risk. It's obviously a great thing to kind of do and sort of step into. But if you can do some self-reflection and self-analysis beforehand, it might prevent you from making that mistake of setting yourself up into a job role that then you find out is not actually suited to you. So doing a little bit of homework beforehand and really sort of digging deep, as I say, thinking about yourself. If you need to or want to, I encourage you to speak to perhaps your colleagues or your family because quite often they can see traits that you have or skills that you have that maybe you haven't really recognized yourself so ask people like what am I really good at what do I do you know do go out and think about it more widely so we're going to go through this exercise called personality mapping in the show today so grab yourself a pad and some paper and you can think about it during the show and obviously afterwards as well and that will set you up for the rest of the series and you can start to think about it now this exercise is also called logic models as i say it is an nlp exercise so it's something that is used worldwide to help people get a better perspective on the situation so it looks at six distinguished areas and you'd normally represent this as a pyramid with environment at the base of the pyramid. So we're going to look at environment for the moment. What is your preferred working environment? We might look at this in different ways. Is it about working in an office or at home by yourself or maybe a combination of the both? Certainly from my perspective, I really enjoy a mixture of both. I find that I climb the walls a little bit when I'm at home in the same space all the time. You know, my ideal balance is working at home 
three days a week, being out on site with the team or customers a couple of days a week and in meetings and seeing people and, and getting out of the house. So think about what your perfect balance is and what the ideal would be. The second thing to think about is, do you like to work as part of a team or independently? Now, even when you work independently, you might be working as part of a customer team, for example, and helping a team within a customer environment. But is it that you want to be part of a bigger team that's perhaps helping a customer, for example, or do you want to feel like you're part of a team within a customer? So think about what type of team environment do you like? to work in do you like to work solo and have your own responsibility and crack on with things and organize things or do you really like being part of a team effort think about where you've worked before or or again maybe social or community activities you've been involved in and really sort of appraise do i really enjoy this or not and again that will help you appraise as i say the different job roles that you might be thinking about going forward The other type of environment topic is maybe whether you want to be desk-based or you like to be workshop-based. Do you like talking to people? You know, whether that's virtual or in person, obviously with COVID, it's meant a lot of things are virtual now. But do you like talking and facilitating workshops or do you like to just be in your own space and get your head down? and be able to get on with things and you like less talking with people and more doing and maybe more one-to-one meetings. So think about the type of environment that you like to be in. Is it being at the, your desk all day or is it being out and about? Again, we're slightly restricted, but as the situation with COVID rises, you want to step into a role where you're going to align with your preferences because we will come out of a situation where we're more fixed at home at the moment to ones where we will return to the office and we will go back out to meetings again. So you want to make decisions on the future prospects rather than what is right now. The second strand in the pyramid or the second layer is behaviours. So what do you enjoy doing? What are the normal activities that you enjoy carrying out? And think about enjoy is the key word here because I'm sure you do loads of activities that you have to do as part of your life, managing kids and working, but maybe you don't enjoy some as much as others. So really think about what you enjoy. So here are some examples. Do you like organizing people, planning, doing detailed agendas? You know, are you really a planner? And maybe then that might help you think about, well, actually a role in project management might suit me because I like organizing people. I like planning everything out and knowing exactly what's going on when. Like people do that, but whether or not they like it or not is a different matter. So think about whether that is something you enjoy. You know, think about whether you enjoy talking to people and facilitating meetings and workshops. Do you like to be a centre of attention? And I say that not in an egotistical way, but do you like to be guiding people, helping people, facilitating, as I say, these meetings and conversations, sort of being, as I say, the centre of attention and really getting people listening to you, talking to you and feeding back. Are you that type of person? Because again, that you might lend yourself a little bit to what we call a, a business analyst role. A business analyst is there to listen, facilitate, sort of carve out responses from people. So again, think about, is that something you enjoy? Or do you really like solving problems for people? Are you an ideas person? Do you like to look at finding out where problems are, improving processes, improving structures? You know, do you like to come up with new ways of doing things that might help people? And again, that can lend itself to, you know, very much in technology, it's about transforming how people work. 
and doing things better. So again, that can lend itself to certainly a career in the area, but you might like to be at the coal face talking to clients, really understanding where their pain points are. And again, that can lend itself to a BA role or a consultant role, or, you know, in some regards, a technical role, because you are really helping people solve problems. Now, within tech, we talk about sort of the, the more meaty tech roles, or there's where you might be coding or building databases versus the softer skill areas like project management and BA and marketing, which are more softer skills, but obviously encompass tech, but it's not necessarily building tech. So in terms of behaviors, you might be that person that loves just building tech and being at your desk all day and building out solutions to meet people's needs. Maybe that's what you really enjoy. Maybe you like learning and, you know, just really sort of, say, getting your hands dirty with technology and moving forward. So if you enjoy learning, being at your desk, kind of transitioning, maybe you're going to move more into a tech role where you start learning how to build solutions that might be Salesforce systems or it might be another technology depending on which way you go. So really think about the behaviors that you've really enjoyed, you know, what you enjoy doing and start to sort of reflect on that about how that might then transition into a different role as you start to listen to other interviews in this podcast series. The next is think about your capabilities. What skills have you gathered throughout your lifetime? Now, these might be formal qualifications. They might be more informal training you've done. It might be skills that you've learned on the job. Again, think about all the skills and capabilities you have because you might be able to transition those, but really pull out those ones that you really enjoy and really want to see to take forward. And when you move into tech, you might start adding to that skills list. There's probably loads more skills and things you can add to it, but it's really good just kind of being clear on what skills and capabilities you really enjoy so we can start to identify what those transferable skills may be. And again, different job roles will lend themselves to different skills. So you might also have, you know, we talk about capabilities, but it might be about skills and expertise in certain industries or certain sort of domains like marketing or sales. So really list everything that you've done because, again, they can help align you to a role in tech that builds on what you've got already rather than thinking this is brand new, you know, I'm going to start from scratch. It's like quite most of the time you're not going to start from scratch. You're going to build on the skills that you've already got and most importantly, those you really enjoy. So build out your list of capabilities and then you can start to think, well, If I'm going to apply for jobs, I've already got half of these skills that they want. And if you visit, as I say, the job roles section on our website, on the supermums.org website, then you can look at some of the skills that some of these jobs might look for. So you can start to match, okay, well, I can see that I've got some of those common skills in place already. And you might also build your capabilities through having mentors or coaches or accessing new training. So as I say, if you start looking at the different job roles, you can start to think about the different skills and training that you can add to your bow to help you move forward once you've decided on a route that you think would be right for you. The next layer is called beliefs and values. And this is about understanding what satisfies you and motivates you in life. You know, if you finished at the end of the day, if you reflected back on which bits of the day you really enjoyed or you felt most satisfied, what would it be? 
Or maybe it's thinking about a time at work where you've just come away shining because this, that or the other happened and that just made you really happy. So do a values-based exercise. Look at the different values you could have. Identify your top five if you're not clear on them right now. This is another exercise that we've got our coaching trainees to do. And it really does open your eyes to kind of being clear on what is important to me right now because your values might change throughout your life depending on where you are, or they might change in priority. They might not change in essence, but they might change in priority. So think about what really satisfies you. And then again, you can start to appraise that to say, well, if I was doing this type of job, would it allow me to live out my values? You know, does it allow me to tick those boxes? And that might be about, you know, that work-life balance. It might be around what your outputs are in your job role. And I'll, I'll share something here again, just from my own experience, is that I had coaching when I was 25 and I was doing a job that I really enjoyed in some essence because I was learning a lot. I was doing research, you know, researching how programs were running. And I learned a lot from that, which I really enjoyed. And I couldn't quite work out what was missing. Like, why was something not quite right? Why was I not satisfied, if you like, from that job? When I had my series of coaching sessions with with somebody, it was then that I realized that because we were working with big corporate institutions on this bits of research, we didn't really get feedback from where this research went or how it benefited people and no sense, as I say, no sense of feedback, really. So in a way, I had gone out to research and get all these findings, which were useful and were going to feed back. But then I didn't get the satisfaction of knowing what benefit this research then had in practice and how it would help those people that I've been talking to. And that's where it was missing for me. I was like, oh, God, you know, okay. And it sounds trivial, but it, it wasn't. And what it, what it made me realize is that I had to be in a role where I was helping people or working with people. And I could see the difference that I was making to those people because then I had that first-hand feedback. And again, that shouldn't sound you know, that can be sort of, you know, that's not an ego driven thing, but it's a way of knowing that, you know, I have helped people and I am making a difference is something that is important to me. It's one of my values. And even though researching stuff was hitting one of my values, like I love learning and that builds my self-esteem. So that is another value that I have. It wasn't hitting the two values, which obviously were important to me. It wasn't giving me that full satisfaction of you know, really sort of knowing that what I'd done was making a difference overall. So it's a really great exercise to just get clear on, you know, what is it that's important to me? And am I going to get this from this job opportunity? You know, if you enjoy helping people, make sure that you know that you're going to help people and that you'll get that feedback from them, because that's what is important to you. Or, Think about, you know, if it's financial security, then obviously you want a job role and you want to be clear on what the salaries will be and when you can get there to achieve that security. So think about your beliefs and values. Take a moment to do that exercise for yourself beyond this session today. And then the next level is around identity. So identity is where all of the things that we've talked about, environment, behaviors, skills, beliefs and values all get packaged into, you know, what is your identity? Who do you believe you are? 
what shapes you how would you describe yourself to somebody and this identity is really important if you're going for an interview or you're pitching yourself for a job because you've got to be clear on your identity and what you stand for what you enjoy doing what your skills are and so that's why this exercise is so important because it really helps you shape your pitch to other people as well as being clear on, well, I'm really confident this job is perfect for me because of X, Y, Z. And then the final layer is beyond identity and otherwise known as vision or mission. So with vision and mission, it's about, you know, is there something bigger than you that you're passionate about? So for me, myself, I love helping Salesforce customers and, and individuals, but also my beyond identity is being part of this agenda of gender equality and diversity and inclusion and supporting women into tech. I feel part of a bigger movement that is important, like it's a bigger gender item for many people. And that is my beyond identity. I like to feel like I'm contributing to a bigger movement of something that is really important that we do take action on. So is there a bigger passion, a bigger community, a bigger ecosystem that is important to you and you want to be part of? Because when you're looking for companies or looking for job opportunities, you might want to consider like, will this allow me to achieve beyond my skill set? Will it allow me to give back to something I'm interested in or passionate about? Will it allow me to help others in other ways? You know, so think about what is important to you in a bigger picture, because again, that might influence some of your decisions going forward. So hopefully that's been a really useful exercise for you to think through and to really get clear on who you are. So you can explore and appraise those job roles with more clarity in mind. Because once you have a better view of where you are, it will help the next steps become much more easier to fathom out, if you like. It'll be easier to think through and align yourself to job roles and opportunities because you've done that bit of work initially. So I look forward to sharing with you on the rest of the series all of these other fantastic interviews we have. I want to help you explore your potential and to really delve into the world of different job roles and help you think about all those transferable skills that you could move over if you want to become a mum on cloud nine and to pursue a career in the tech sector. We really do have some fantastic interviews coming up. And as I've mentioned before, check out the job role section on our website at supermums.org. We will include the URL in the podcast notes so you can go directly there and reach out to us in the Facebook group at Facebook groups called Supermums and ask your questions, explore. The more that you ask, the more that you discover, the more that you can appraise whether taking a step into a new job role, a new sector is something that is right for you. So we're here to help and we're here to advise. We can't wait to see what steps you take next. Take care and speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Mums on Cloud9 is kindly sponsored by RB in partnership with Emfa.